What's your cover photo on Facebook? I have a habit of um, putting frames I like from music videos as my cover. So uh, my current cover is a frame from the uh, Future featuring Drake Life is Good video of um, Future working in the fictional fast food store uh, Hot Lanters. (laughs) So there you go. And then there's a sign on the window that says uh, something very witty, I'm sure. Some like a son about cash. Ca- you can cash at me though. We got that. Um, I was listening to New Drake today. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very current Drake. Which uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, if you, yeah, if you with it, I like it. it. If you like, with, with it, like I'm not really like I'm not a Drake. I wouldn't say I'm a Drake fan. Like I'm not there. Like I'm not like man. Drake, Drake's dropped something. Let's check it out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll put Drake on because you know what? Like, it's not gonna offend my musical sensibilities. That's fair. It's 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 like it's not gonna make me try and listen to areas of rap and like hip hop that yeah. I'm not I'm not into, like that are too hard or too niche to yeah. down some road. Um and I know the beats are gonna be great. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, like cool. Like, you know what? Actually, you know what? Any any old cunt can can do most of what he does. Just give me those beats. True, true. <laughs> uh yeah. I I, I I hate Drake, but I love him. <laughs> I hate I, it's it's weird the weird relationship me and Aubrey have because he's terrible he's terrible but he's simultaneously very good it's weird can't put my finger on uh, so what I'm gonna do on is I just want to get into I want to pop this in and um pop that whatever I just that need is. to pause this because what I want to do right on this record I don't know if we're gonna share any of this audio I want to share. Mm. to a page um and i think you're gonna see what i'm about to do i sent a weird video of me deep throating a joy con <laughs> to a friend of mine yesterday <laughs> i don't even know what came over me. Way, was, <laughs> one day one day we're gonna be famous and there's gonna be like a down down quotes out of context yeah page yeah <laughs> i sent a video of me deep throating a joy con <laughs> it's like here's a deep fake of dom saying yeah. that like in a bad contextual situation yeah. like it's really that's really problematic yeah <laughs> is it though is a it, bunch of like a bunch of like kids, actually a bunch of like kids are gonna be around and like brian singer will be there and like <laughs> where 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 whoa whoa there was no Brian Singer involved, and there was no malice involved in the deep throating of the Joy-Con. It was just this is a solo endeavor. This, uh, I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to go as south as quickly as you did. Last forcibly, yeah. I didn't forcibly make any miners watch me deep throat a Joy-Con for my own pleasure. It was nothing like that. It was me in the <laughs> fuck. Rob. I said the video to a 24 year old. It was con- completely consensual. <laughs> Gonna have to catch me slipping to cancel me. <laughs> anyway, hey, 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 you up? Hey, you up? That was good. I swiped, I swiped right less than twenty four hours ago. Like, you know, how about have this? I swiped right five seconds ago. Catch me deep throating. I'm not any. I'm not on any any on on. I'm not on any dating apps or anything. But if I would, I'm. I would use the the picture of me deep throating the Joy-Con straight up, <laughs> just to let people know the vibes, just to set the tempo. It really, yeah, it really does set the tempo straight up. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing like left you, to understand. Like, if you know, you know. I'm just glad. I'm, I'm just glad. Hello, welcome to Down Down and Critics are Down. My name is Morgan Roberts, and my name is uh, Dominic Cubby Fitzgerald. I feel like it's been such a long time since we've done. Uh, we, we've we've dived into the world of the dangerous world of the man of international man of mystery. Before the International Man of Mystery even existed. Before the International Man of Mystery even existed, absolutely. Um, I'd like to see if there's any follow-up that we have from some previous stories that we may have alluded to on this show, namely your um, fans of the show who who follow our Facebook page uh, will see that I shared a beautiful video from the university that Dom attends that he's done. Oh, no, he did that? Oh, did he do that? Oh, is that's that what like I was it. looking for earlier? Oh, that's what you boy. were looking for. Oh, and I and I'd no... just like to say, and I'd just like to say <laughs> that that's hi, hi guys. Uh, <laughs> that I'd like to say that that fans of us on the show on, of previous episodes will will have that uh, there th- th- there is a certain podcast class mm. that uh, may have some unfinished business. Part Dom, two. do you want to further? Dear. 
Yeah, do you want to do some part two? Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, look, I'm trying to remember where we left off last time. Uh, you took the class, but we got to yeah. this point where you were like keen on the class, and yeah. then the professor who we're going to call, who well, are we going to call? Uh, the teacher. The teacher. The teacher, yeah. The teacher. Radio old head. Radio old head who wants to show you Zingers via Zoom. Yeah. Um, and referred to what we do and well you two want what other what yep. a lot of other to be chump, honest chump quite cast. well renowned renowned podcasters do which is called a chump cast mm. um two people talking two or more people talking about something it's like well isn't that fucking radio yeah. anyway i made yeah. that point last yes. time tell us dom tell yeah. our dear listeners what is going on in that realm well again we have to go back to a uh, early march a time where uh, we were starting to get a little little panicked about this uh, coronavirus thing. But not too panicked. Well, we were still we were getting panicked, but we were still going to classes. We were we were we were being cautious, but not 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 full lockdown cautious yet. Awesome. But the news comes out that you know we've got to we've got to start doing class from home. We can't be uh we can't hold it down in the university anymore. We've all got to stay indoors. And so yeah. online classes begin. And now this podcast class initially is like, well, we're going to have to change your major assessment where you would actually be able to make a podcast. Uh, what? We're just going to have to do all the assessments from home. What? Uh, yeah. No, the, the major assessment was to make a pilot episode for a podcast uh, that we had yeah, to cool. devise, awesome. pitch, and create. Um, the awesome. assessment, we had to pitch it first and then actually make it for the major. Yeah, cool. You know, most most standard thing among um, all of my content creation classes at the university. But we have to do it from home. And because uh, we were from home, that means that obviously we would not have access to uh, the recorders that the university has, to some editing software that the university has. Just the general technical support of the university was uh, now void to us. And that's cool. And that's fine. Like, I get it. I get that there's, I get that there's some people in that class that don't, you know, that don't, unlike us, have, don't have illustrious podcasting careers and, you know, would be somewhat, somewhat, uh, you know, at a disadvantage, mm. so to speak. It's um, true. It's but, true. But it makes me, it make me, it make, make you think that, you know, do, do someone saying, think? hey, suddenly you have to do this assessment from home and the assessment is literally like, hey, Sorry, you now can't do this thing that fucking millions of cunts you always do from home in their house, in their garage, in their bedroom, yeah. in their office, wearing underpants. I'm like, ha- hang on, was not you know the general consensus the the c- coming at us when this all went down, when lockdown went down, was like fucking come on, let's make a podcast. Like a million white dudes suddenly went, let's do it's that true. podcast. We and white do. women. I mean, and white women. And white. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a very fat majority, but you know we got to show we got to show the equality where we can. Um, yes, this is true. Now, my but you know that's that's one thing. My main grievance is, look, I spend a lot of time and effort going to university to become a content creator. So, given that the classes allow me to make content, I take that opportunity with both with I grab the bull by both horns. It's a metaphor for the fact that in On Her Majesty's Secret Service there is a scene where we see some bulls and some matadors. But the assessment criteria <laughs> says the assessment criteria is you know was stated before lockdown that um your your goal is to make a podcast deemed publishable so that if you make a fifteen minute um uh, fifteen to twenty minute podcast of whatever topic you pitch and create if it is of a certain standard the university will publish it for you. Okay. Which which is incentive. You know, I'm like, well, I have a chump cast. I certainly have a very thick opinion of podcasting. I want to use this opportunity to make a great podcast. And so when our class is sent home, essentially, and our teacher goes, well, you'll get the same marks, but you won't be expected to make a, a publishable podcast. And I go, um... Excuse me, bro. I don't care where I am, what I have access to. I know I, I I will go out of my way to record with whatever I have available to me to make something that is publishable. And he said, 
we'll do it. Challenge accepted. To be continued in part three. <gasps> no, you didn't. Oh my I, god. I cliffhangered you, much like this movie cliffhangers me. <laughs> Dom Dominic Cubby Fitzgerald will return. In <laughs> on, on Her Majesty's massive podcast class. Uh, I, Pod- love, I love how I love how you've essentially told me the ending, not not fully, but like you've alluded to the ending of this story like months ago now, and like yeah. this is still a fucking like I'm yeah. like I'm happy and I'm happy to leave this in. Like, the this ending may shock you. <laughs> the ending may shock you. <laughs> Certainly shocked me at the time. Because I don't know, I because I do know also this story is in past know, tense. Yeah, I do. I do know. Yeah, this is story is in past tense, but I also met fully aware that I don't know all the details, and you've just exactly. alluded to. Yeah, so I'm like, being juicy I'm hanging, about it. You know, I'm I'm hanging on for for, my, for dear life for this story as much as you, dear listener. Mm. Um, which brings us 13 minutes into the record to mm-hmm. a, a quite interesting. A quite interesting and, and and I think in some in many ways iconic and pivotal moment in the career of one Commander James Bond. Oh, this never happened to the other fellow. How this new theme sucks! What the fuck? Pivotal does not even. Oh, oh, oh. well, hang on. No, it's in the movie. <laughs> hang on, I won't let you bully that. No, no. I bet I mean in the opening. I mean, like, yeah, right but there. It's the, it's like, cool. Yeah, fine. But it's the open. But it's you know, it's the on Her Majesty's Secret Service theme. It's it's not trying to be the new James Bond theme, but oh, but um, it does for a bit. Pivotal like, before it goes into the song. It's all. It's like here's our synth. You know, okay. I'm, early, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna admit version of Bond. the the first time I heard that a ring did a ding 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 with the with the synth. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but it has grown on me over the over the past years. Over oh, the years. has it? It has. But anyway, mm. I want to get say you're right. Pivotal does not even begin to describe how how big of a moment this is in in the canon. This is a big chapter in the thesis. This is a big chapter in the thesis because it ticks so many boxes of what the thesis of the elements of that mm. thesis. It's it's about it's not just about the story, it's about mm. the story behind the story and it's about all of the bullshit mm. to do with Connery and to do with uh did this have much to do with rights? No, not really. No, nope. it was it was just more Connery. It was Connery, exactly look, Connery's out. It was Connery. <laughs> Connery's <laughs> out, babe. By this point. I mean, that's, and you know, you and you and I agree. <laughs> for the better and we're fuck. glad at this point fuck we're it. like you know how many films are we this is the sixth yes. film this is so the sixth 12 film. weeks exactly uh, we missed a week but we released a bonus set i hope you enjoyed yeah. it It was about star wars ladies and gentlemen but we yeah. did uh we did miss a week but other than that 12 basically 12 yeah. weeks look yeah um, the oral six, history of James six bond. episodes of bond yeah we're so sick of sean connery fuck him and we're not the only ones sick of him albert cubby <laughs> broccoli and harry saltzman are also quite sick of him. They're like, well, this guy, he's a fine actor. He's hes very good as James Bond. But we believe that James Bond is bigger than one man. It's time to put our money where our mouth is and hire a new James Bond. We think that this franchise is bigger than just the name of Sean Connery. Was there, I mean, we're watching, you know, and, and please, please do or do not go and watch uh, Everything or Nothing. But um, I, I feel like there was some, some bad blood. He was like not wanting to really do my, he was rocking up on set. I remember yeah. when we watched, I, I had a, I have a note in fact, to prove this, that there's mm. a shot. There's one shot that I wrote this note down in. Mm. What was the last bond film we did? You only live twice. You only live twice. I was like, man, it, it, it feels like he's phoning it in now. Yes. Like this is like, he's, he's checked out. Like Connery's because, checked out. Yes. Because at the time Connery has a moment. You're right. There is a there is a bad bit of bad blood, specifically between um, um, Harry Saltzman and Sean Connery, because Sean Connery does that classic thing of going, "I know my own worth. I don't think I'm being paid enough to play James Bond. You can't do it without me. I'm holding all the cards." And while Cubby Broccoli is like, "You may feel that way," and Cubby's very sensible, and he's like. You may feel that way, and that may be the case, but you know we 
let's see if we can't work something out. Harry Saltzman treats it like a personal like issue. He's like, how dare you? We made you. Fuck you. All this, you know, probably aggressive, but probably true. But yeah. Cool. Well, they did. Basically. But they I mean, were, what this the, is the thing. Who, it's who, one of those who, cases who where both sides are right. Yeah, but you walk up to someone on the street, and I'm not saying that I'm siding with any one party here. No. I'm just talking about this observationally from a from as as much as a uh, a separated position as I can, as someone who doesn't know any of the men um, mm. and was was not involved in the production at all. The only cloud I have is I make a fucking podcast that yeah. every other episode talks about it. But, I mean, you know, you walk up to someone on the street, you say, what the fuck did Sean Connery do before James Bond? Yeah. Like, are they going to be able to, like, who the fuck knows who that is? No, before it's only me, it's only me who knows the answer, and the answer is worked in a Scottish lumberyard. Like it was, boom, boom, was not a lot. So you know, it's one of those cases where both have points, and like a really good businessman could work it out in the middle. But alas, everyone decides. The other half is Sean Connery was also like being James Bond is a is a bit much. It's a bit too much to. You can't live like James Bond lives. Another story that we'll talk about a lot in this episode, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, Sean Connery's a bit fed up with being, you know, all the all the celebrity that comes with it all. So he decides to part ways. And again, Harry Saltzman, because the entire British press is echoing the sentiment: Sean Connery is James Bond. What are you? you you're lost without him. And so Harry and Cubby use this movie. This movie is the statement. It's 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 one of my I've said it before. It's it's one of my favorite Bond films because I think it's just the perfect. It's the prototype formula for the perfect Bond film, and it really is this ultimate statement from the from Cubby and Harry, the guys who knew it better than anyone else. James Bond is not bigger than one man, and will prove it by making one of the biggest and the best Bond films to date. No, it is and bigger than one man. Let's let's, let's let's figure out if they if they were right. You mean James Majesty's Bond bigger is service. bigger than you mean James Bond is bigger than one man. James Bond is bigger than all of us. It's bigger than life. James Bond, yeah, yeah. We learn in this um, movie that the Bond family motto is "the world is not enough." You can't summarize it any better than that. I love that. There's that. I love that. That is a is a is a little seed that's been planned mm. a long time ago. It kind of makes me enjoy that film even better. And I'm so I'm mm. I'm really looking forward to getting I'm really looking forward to getting to Pierce Brosnan. And and to be honest, I'm looking forward to getting to the Pierce Brosnan trilogy. Quadrilogy. Or are you purposefully yeah, yeah. leaving out? I'm purposefully saying. That. Okay. <laughs> Come on, we, we, can't, we can't leave a man behind. We can't. We'll talk about that when we get yeah. to the titular film. Yeah. The world is not enough. Indeed. Twenty more, minutes more, in. Yep. Yeah, more, <laughs> more more Bond movies should be named after quotes from the books. Good shit. Yeah. Anyway, totally. Let's talk about our guy. Let's talk about the guy. If if you can't have Sean I mean, Connery, who do you get? Who do you get? Well, you get fucking nobody. You get this guy who apparently, who allegedly walked in. Uh, walked into the office yep. and fooled them into thinking that he was an actor. What's up? My name is George Lazenby and I am an actor and I'm going to play James Bond. Boom. I mean, that's exactly the fucking guy you get to play James Bond. <laughs> is that, is that like, you know, granted we've seen five films here mm. by this point. Um, is there to date a more James Bond thing that has ever happened? No, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I mean, it, you can take all the women in the world and all the explosions and all the, you know, force majeure mm. of Commander James Bond. And for me, that seems like the biggest big dig energy move. Yeah. That anyone, and I, I would love to have been a fly on the wall mm. in that conversation. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, what a fucking, does that happen in Hollywood anymore? Like, fuck. You, you can't think it does. Fuck. You can't think it does. Because there's With no the internet, role. Because yeah. there's no role with that much, you know, charmed braggadocio, really. Like, I don't know. Who, who auditions to play? Who audition to be? Who auditions to play anyone? To exactly. Like, what? What's a role <laughs> worth? What's a known role even clout. worth auditioning for? What, like Tom Holland didn't. Like, Tom Holland didn't yeah. barge in and go, "What's up? I'm Spider Man, bitch." It'd be really funny <laughs> if he did. 
But hey, hey, Kathleen, yeah. bitch. <laughs> What's like, that? No, straight out the door. No, she'd not stand for that. Like that, that yeah. kind of be out the fucking door. Like straight exactly. Up. I mean, no one, no one, no one. There, there are no roles like that that are no. auditioned for anymore. Like no. roles like that are picked. This like the casting directors, yeah, and producers and director. If you know, if they have some clout. Um, yep. get amongst it and they go, you know what, this, we want RDJ, we want yep. Hemsworth, we yep. want, uh, you know, we want this, or we want this unknown, and, yeah. and that goes through a process. But the unknown usually comes from an unknown role. Exactly. Ray, Finn, you know, Star yeah. Wars kind of new blood yeah. situation. Uh, n- you know, that's British not going to happen. British drama, so- British drama students. Yeah, totally. What we got fantastic. here was just some fucking kid who was in like an ad for chocolate and was like, what's up, I want to play James Bond. And people talk about the golden age of stuff and we go, like, what's, what does that even, you know, we just don't have any idea of what that was like. And this is the, mm. that little window into that is like this crazy bullshit that like that, that happens. And you're like, how the fuck, like, how, how did this, how did this get made? Like, mm. did those guys, did those guys ever do this film? I would like, I would like to know if, 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 if they've ever done an episode, if mm. those guys have ever done an episode on any bonds in particular, this, because this is wild. Yeah. Yeah, but George Lazenby, he is immediately such a pitch-perfect Bond on all fronts. He's handsome. He's charming. He is handsome. He's, he's way more handsome a, than Sean Connery. I know. <laughs> Straight but up. He's tough, as a, he's, he's, he's tough as a motherfucker. Like, all of those fight scenes in the opening that are just so... that invent the, the Bourne ultimatum-style... Before like all the super quick cuts and the and the hard fights and the no sound to it, it's wild. It's so wild. I have so many notes about quick cuts and like weird sound in this film. Yeah, Holy shit. I feel like it's almost another episode's worth. Not that anyone will care about well, that, but like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, second on the that. second on the wave. Well, there's yeah. a reason for that. The um, this is the second. You know, we talk about we haven't talked about Bond directors until the last episode, but the director of this film. Peter Hunt was the editor for um, all but the last Bond film. So he's a guy who's spent at this point, like almost a decade cutting a Bond film. So when he gets the director's opportunity, he's going to be like, shoot for this, shoot for this, shoot for this, shoot for this. But visually, this is a great, like this is, this looks great. Again, shot on location, shot on film, like, Mm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of holes that I'm going to, you know, put in this, in this film, but like, you know, it looks great. It looks amazing. But, you know, Pete Hunt, the editor of some of the previous films, director of this one, setting up for the editor of this film goes on to direct what I'm going to cautiously call the proto golden age of James Bond. Yeah. Okay, cool. Huge call. We're going to talk about John Glenn a lot and his run directing the film, but this is him as an editor. So I, I, I fully believe in that. In that, which cycle. is funny that he comes one film that a, a person with the name John Glenn comes uh, only one film after awesome, beautiful, you know, sixties, seventies space drama in yeah. You Only Live Twice from all that Soviet and American shit. Yeah. I'm like, man, if there was ever a time for a man called John Glenn. To be in a Bond film. It was fuck on that one. But anyway. Exactly. Well. And, and this has been Space Nerd Corner. <laughs> do, 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 do. Space. It's the jingle. But like you said, oh, that's, a good, that's yeah. a good setup. So, yeah, like we said, the last movie, a lot of space action and hardcore, you know, sort of espionage here. This film is a straight up romance film slash normal Bond attire like the first entire first half of the film is so fascinatingly structured Mm. Mm. it's like there's all this stuff about him and this woman and her dad and the bullfights and like how does this all work (laughs) the bullfights yeah Um, the, the whole the relationship between him and dame diana rigg is contessa Teresa De Vincenzo, aka Tracy, is so like fascinating. I want to talk about how simultaneously 
we've been joking for a while and we'll make this joke a lot in the future. Sean Connery hates women. We all know Does. this. Let's get that Fact. out of the way. You can tell there's one instance in this film that very much feels like a, we may have written this when Sean was still attached or we're trying to yeah, think that there's, a, there's one instance there's of him being, up. yeah, harmful to a lady. And you think, well, <laughs> sure, Sean, please, how'd you get here? Yeah, who, who are you? You know, uh, well, you know, he's about to pull off. Uh, he's about to pull off the Mission Impossible mask, and we're like, "It's me all along." Uh, I'm back <laughs> for my money. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just did Sean Connery's Bane. Then also, I hate women. <laughs> oh, get here. Um, but uh, but apart from that, his James Bond is so incredibly charming to literally everyone he meets even Blofeld even when he's face to face with his with his enemy mortal enemy he's still cracking cracking wise and not in a not in a Sean Connery I'm a big dickhead way but in a very like uh, here we go kind of way it was it was it was incredible to see I want to I forgot to mention this like closer to the top but I you watched this ages ago during your Bond run. Yeah, I watched this on a big... Emma and I weren't watching... We didn't have a show that was our show. So, yeah. you know, a lot of nights it was like, cool, you know, I'll, I'll watch Bond. Bond um, put Bond on. So I, 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 I annihilated a whole bunch of Bonds. So I'm into yeah. Roger Moore um, yeah. space now. But now uh, is a good time to start watching some more again because now well, that's only two films in advance. Um, it's funny that it's like this whole thing of... Man, I mean, what better time have I got to watch a whole bunch of shitty films yeah. from the fucking 70s? Chug but, more content. Yeah, so so I was watching this on a plane. I was yeah. watching this late late night, like, you know, hotel rooms yeah. by myself. And at, um, in Radelaide. In Radelaide. And so this is, yep. like, I took a lot of notes for this particular yep. film. I, I I enjoyed watching this. Like I enjoyed mm. I enjoyed being part of finally this process that you were like, oh man, I love this. I love this film because Lazenby, yeah. because the Australian yeah. connection, because like they finally said, you know what, Bond is yeah. bigger than one man. Um, but fuck this, fuck this film is so. All right, well, I'm, no, well, all right, well, I'm getting to, I'm getting to this point here. I'm getting to this point here. I watched it last night, not on my own. I have, we had a Zoom movie night with the gang, <gasps> with the crew, where we Your watched crew. this on oh stand. Oh my God, that's so cool. That's I was so like, cool. I have to, I have to, well, we watched The Lighthouse the night before and it was like. What do you think? I, I've been meaning to watch The Lighthouse. Did you rate The yeah. Lighthouse? I rate yeah. it. Um, Don't maybe. watch it with friends. <laughs> no, no, watch it with friends. Um, You'll make a lot of jokes and that's always fun. Um. I'm very much I can I can love a movie I make a lot of jokes about. Um I don't know if it was a good good film to watch in isolation or not. Still yeah, undetermined. Okay. The fact I was watching it with what? other people definitely helped. Was but it a good it, film? Uh, yeah. Yes, it's a good film. Yes, it's a good film. But it was like, yeah, we're coming off that. We're coming off that tone. So <laughs> I've got to watch this for the pod. You guys want to watch it with me? Hell yeah. And I've often made over the past few years I've had an ongoing engagement with a friend of mine who's very into anime, which is not my bag at all, but he's very into it. Wait, and it's very. What do you mean it's not your bag? It's your avatar on Facebook, man. Like, can we... Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm on, I'm, jo- uh, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. on our red, I'm on um, R slash anime all the time. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't you, let me rub my, my mic up against my anime body pillow. Oh yeah. This is my girlfriend, Titsuki Teriyaki. I uh, I hate anime. No, I don't Um No for real. Unless you're... To watch Ghost I keep wanting to get Emma to watch Ghost in the Shell, and I feel like this is the best case for not doing that that at... has ever existed. <laughs> I don't know, I haven't seen it. Unless unless it's what? made by you Studio Ghibli. Oh my god. No, I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell. Huge. Unless your anime is unless your anime is made by um Hayao Miyazaki or it has the words <laughs> dragon and ball in the title, I don't watch it. <laughs> Except for when I'm forced to by my friend, because he's like, Oh, this so with that said, I have seen a lot of key anime movies of recent, like uh, Your Name, 
which is on Netflix, which is yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weathering yeah, with to you, Bond. same guy. Thanks, Morgan. Yeah, My no, fault. I got to no, but the thing is, I in exchange of him showing me anime, which he's very affinitive of, and he's like, you should watch this. I'm like, you got to watch Bond films. As a result, I want to show you these Bond films because I think they're incredible cultural touchstones and you know all my usual Bond spiel stuff that's going in the summary of the thesis. But so we all sat down to watch On Her Majesty's Secret Service last night. And they were, like, shocked. <laughs> they were like, wait, why the fuck was that really good? Why did you why did you make us watch something really good? And I was like, I didn't even know you'd like it that much. I just I just pulled it out. But they were so with they, it every they were step like, of the way. On board? That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. They were like, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of great. And on paper, I was like, because sometimes I get in my own head mixed up things I really like about certain Bond movies and having to be like, not everybody is, is as into these, you know, not everybody really cares about, um, the Timothy Dalton films because, you know, you can, you can get it. Sometimes they're very, and fans of this show will know how much, especially this man is, 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 is just absolutely gushing to get into the timid, Timothy Dalton uh, duo. I mean, fucking I'm hell. So, fuck, I'm so glad we're out of, we're technically out of Connery territory. It's going to, like, after, next, after yeah. next episode, it's going to be a fucking sweet, freaking sweet. But are we even going to bother watching Never Seen Ever Again? Maybe we did. Yeah, we should. No, we, well, we, no, we should. <laughs> we should do that instead of our normal bargain bin pick. We should do that the same week as Octopussy so that we can talk about that. Because that's the end both. of the... Yeah, because that's the end way, of the Kevin McClory story. That is the end of the Kevin McClory story. But by the way, mm. on that, we, we dear listener, we have done the maths and oh, we yes. established that if we were to keep with our weekly schedule and every other week doing a bond, yeah. we wouldn't get to... Mm. Uh, we wouldn't be done before it? No Time to Die. We wouldn't we be would done before still No be. Time to Die. Which No Time to Die would be being watched or being podcasted yeah. in January. We haven't discussed year. this since um since we did the math. I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm I think I'm okay with us keeping on our current schedule and not being done before okay. No Time to Die. Are you? I I don't actually have a position on it other than when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, we are both. We are in real life together. Have yeah. to go fucking see it. I yes. don't care. I don't care. Like COVID, be damned. I will drive state, to Newcastle. Yeah, here's the thing. Look, state, state, state borders will be open by November, unless there's like a crazy, insane second wave, which I doubt will be crazy insane. By November, states will open. Cinemas will be permitting handfuls of people. We're going to be able to do that, but. In order to, you know, get there, we, we, we would have to fucking truck on with these Bond films. We would have to be doing them weekly. And we know, we know that some of you aren't, aren't as into these as, as, as our normal bargain bin episodes, which is fine as much as it hurts me inside because I want to share Bond with the world. But it's cool, bro. It's fine. Um, but I do like the idea of us keeping this pace and sort of spreading out the Bond love instead of just being topical. I'm cool with like smashing a few more out and, you know, doing a double ep or something like doing a double Bond ep or something every now and then. But like also, I mean, you know, there will be, this is the thing with Bond is like, yeah, you know what? Like I wouldn't be electing, always electing to choose. And it's funny. It's actually like a lot of these films I've been watching. It's like, you know what? I don't want to watch anything else tonight. I want to watch this warm blanket of bond because like mm. I'm, I know the formula and that's, that's an interesting thing about yeah. bond. It's like, you know what you're getting into with bond and yeah. you say, let's watch bond. Boom. Let's that's it. Time. I understand. Um, which is an interesting concept in terms of the legacy of the franchise. It's like, keeping that consistency. Mm. Um, so, so, you know, it's a good time, but like, I'm cool with, I'm cool with doing some double ups to smash this out. And I'm, I'm, I'm cool with also our fans, not super being into every <laughs> fucking bond episode and only the true stands will know that. I know that. Bond know that heads that unite. They've listened to this episode. Bond heads unite. unite. 
we got to come up with like a it's code. We got to come up with a code word that we we mention in all the Bond episodes, so that people who listen to the Bond episodes can be like, "Yo, post in the comments." Operation. Um, what was the operation Goldeneye. called? Looking for Blofeld? No, in this movie, just say Goldeneye. Yeah, say Goldeneye. Say Goldeneye. Just say Goldeneye. Just post God- one word. Just to, you know. Yeah, because we know because real ones, real ones know that we mean the house. Real ones know that we mean Ian Fleming's abode in Jamaica. Goldeneye. Normies are going to be like, Goldeneye. oh, why are you talking? Why are you just posting the movie title in the comments? But us Bond heads with our third eyes no. open will know. And all and all the other fucking idiots who listen to this episode will also know. And you know what? Do you Great know? Great things are built from small yeah. seeds. Do you know where the origin, where the name for James Bond came from? Wasn't it a, uh, allegedly, and because here's the thing, it's, it's a two- is it or isn't it? A, a, some sources say it's a um, some bird watcher guy that he met somewhere on the island or on on a vacation this, or a holiday or something. This is non allegedly. He ha- he's on tape saying it. He okay. Ian Fleming himself is a very avid bird watcher, and so he was sitting in the in Goldeneye in the crib writing on his type, and he was like, hmm, "I've got. To, I should come up with a name for my spy character." And he just looked across and he saw a guide to birds in the tropics by James Bond, hmm. and was like, "I'll have that." So there we go. Real ones are going to know. Real ones. Are, real ones know. That's that's one of the biggest trivia nuggets of, we can drop. There's a bunch of stuff that I've read that is like that also didn't happen, and he got it from X Y Z instead. But you know, the internet's a crazy, a crazy, strange place. Indeed. Um, this film, forty minutes in, yeah. <laughs> like, again, I don't want, to, I don't want to talk. I don't opinions talk on this film. Yeah, I don't want to talk details about this film because I just, I think it's just the pivotal, quote unquote, masterpiece that everyone should watch. Like, I think it's absolutely essential viewing for anyone who's even slightly interested in James Bond. Do you you've been you've been plotting around this? You have issues with it in parts. I don't know if I have issues in that sense. I mean, like I wrote a lot of notes that were like, "What the fuck, X?" <laughs> um, you know, "What the fuck, dubbing?" "What the fuck?" Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. slapping women. Um, actually, yeah. you know, the amount of lines. Actually, let's let's look. Let's go yeah. in a whole bunch of notes. Quick fire notes. Wow, just a full on slap. There's one. Yep. Um, yep. Wow. What she needs, what she needs, is a man to dominate yeah. her, to yeah. make love to her until she loves yeah. him. Wow! I will, I will say wow. all of the all of the problematic things did come from the one character, Tracy's father. If Bond had said if Bond had said that, I'd have been like, oi, yoi. But yeah. Tracy's dad was being pretty probo, but he was a pretty sweet dad. Um. The premise of this film I found quite silly. Like, uh, but also yeah. then it's like, well, but also like, isn't all Bond films then? But I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> this one's very much. Uh, it's a bit heightened. Here you go. No, no, but... here you go. Here's here's a couple that uh, that some women said. Yep. I say it's a treat having a man here for once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that whole sequence in the in the wellness center. Oh, my- God, the whole scene of I'm all, like, the, all the women, all the different international women, and I'm 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 so interested in how you hold hold this film up so highly when you are so against wellness centers. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, no, technically it was an allergy clinic. It was not a, <laughs> and Bond did not. Okay. He did. Okay. I, I tell you what, he did seduce the women in this wellness clinic. Um, much so less aggressively, much less aggressively than than Connery did. Yes, so much less aggressively, but also like then it's th- then you're yeah. dealing with, oh my goodness, who the fuck writes these characters that are like yeah. just so ready, they're so DTS. Yeah, like, she wrote. Yeah, fuck? she wrote. Yeah, like Connery. Connery was forcing himself on that wellness center employee. That chicken woman straight up wrote her room number on his inner thigh in makeup. Yo, she down to smash, bro. And you know what? Like on this podcast, like this is, we are of course, super fine for women to take, to have sexual agency. And that's fine. Yes. But if you watch this film, things you will eventually see in this franchise. Absolutely. Very eventually. 
Yeah, very eventually. We've got a couple of decades before that yeah. starts actually happening that yeah. isn't some writer's room fucking fantasy of, you know what, let's just, let you know what, we're, um, l- give me a word. Give me a word how we're going to describe all the women in this wellness center. Mm, let me think. Malleable. There's a good word. <laughs> Malleable women in a wellness center. Yeah. Jesus. Look, I mean, um, so this is when I started getting a bit like, oh, my God, like this is – like what the fuck, you know? Because <laughs> it's right in the middle of it's right in the middle of like I said, the first half is this incredibly well paced romance story between Bond and Tracy. Totally, which totally. Is just, and then suddenly it's like you know what? You know what? I've got the. I've got the. It's not forgotten. Yeah, now I've it's got, just like not important for a for a middle. No, chunk. It's not it's suddenly. It's suddenly a pause, and it's like, well, I've got a smorgasbord now. I'm just like I'm at Sizzler, at whatever I'm you know. Character. I'm Eat, I'm in character. You know, I'm Sir Hillary Bray. I got it. He's trying to. F- I've like, got to yeah. do it. Uh, James Bond may be in love, but Sir Hillary Bray is committed to smashing all these wellness center women. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, no, I think it was only a, all right. So it's only confirmed. <laughs> this is what they said. This no, is what my friends said. The second one that he wants to smash ends up being what's his okay. face. So it's well, all right, no, well, no, because no, 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 no because, because all right, because right, I did not write any notes in our quick fire note session. So I will just regale comments made by my, my Zoom crew. And one of them was when they first, when he, when he goes to meet Chicken Lady. Who, in my memory, I was like, oh, this is the only one he smashes and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Irma Blunt comes in later. I forgot that he repeats the exact same dialogue he used to woo the first lady on the second lady who is in his room. And (laughs) one of them said, man, like, she's in your room, dog. Like, like, she's not. Like you don't like the you know. Well, let they, me say this: the hard yeah. work has been done. And they were right, like, man? "And they like, were like, come on, dude!" And they were like, "It's that scene from Family Guy where it's that scene from Family Guy where like it's Brian and and his new girlfriend and like you know there's the 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 runway lights to the bed. It's like, dog, come on. <laughs> it was very much like it was like, very much like the first time it happened, and then the second time they were like. Oh, oh, okay. He's gonna like send her home, and then he doesn't. And so one of them just said sporadically, "Okay, so he fucked all of them, right? Like just sequentially." And I was like, "No, no, come on!" And then we get to the scene the next day while they're all curling outside while they're like playing some sport. And then the first girl goes to him. He's like, "I'd love to see you again." He's like, "Uh, oh, perhaps eight. And then the second girl comes up. He's like, "I'd love to see you tonight." He's like, "Uh, nine. And then. One of the others just walks past him, gives in the eyes, and he goes, 10? And it's like, oh, God, he fucked all of them. Yes, he he did fuck all of them. All 12 of them. That's crazy. (laughs) All hours of the night. But, Um, yeah, that's the wellness. You know, but James Bond isn't a male power fantasy. Like, that's, you know. <laughs> There's only so much I can defend. There's only so much I. There's only so much. There's you can only defend, so much. I, I have to pick my battles where I can. James Bond. Little, little, little. Yeah, hey. It's like what we were saying last week about Star Wars. James Bond, not at this point, but retrospectively. <laughs> mm. I think I think it's fair to say that James Bond is bigger than any one film or any one yes series of films. Like we we go to James yeah. Bond because we want James Bond. Yeah, and we're still only in. We're still only six films in. Well, I think to this a is now a twenty five film yeah. franchise, and I think it's like this is still like yeah. you know culturally, culturally like at the time, yeah, yeah. it's a hit and it's a financial. Yeah success like we get it like it's yeah it's safe to make it well bond. yeah well but we're still not at that point of like no no james bond yeah culturally at this point at, at 1970 1969 1969 um is still not a in that sense a cultural touchstone that is bigger than any one film no and let's let's you've you've segued perfectly into us being able to talk about how this played out. So again, the film is we didn't even touch on this film dedicates a lot of energy to announcing itself as canonically linked to all the Connery films. 
at several points, you know, he's pulling out props from the previous films. He's talking about, you know, things he's done. It's clearly a message saying, yeah, bigger than one guy. Trust us. And so this film acts as a perfect, without skipping a beat, they give us the story. And I don't even want to spoil the the story here because, again, I think that anybody who's a Bond fan in the slightest who hasn't already seen this should watch this because it's just spectacular. But Yeah, it is. In a lot of ways, it is. They, without skipping a beat, make a perfect, like, sixth film. Like, a movie that does feel like it's taken after all this running around, right? So, behind the scenes... George Lazenby is this guy from, you know, rural New South Wales who's gotten this gig after some modeling stints, who lets the fame, who lets the fame get to him and a little bit. He started, like I said, no man can live as James Bond does. It's, it's, it's too much. So, you know, George Lazenby does that. He he starts, he he's out partying with models throughout the film. He's, you know, shooting guns on the weekends. He's being super extravagant. And, you know, occasionally he links up with other actors. I've seen, I've seen him talk about George Lazenby actually talk about, and he names someone in particular who sort of starts saying to him, you know, like James Bond, as a, cause let's think about like 1969, we're about to, you know, Vietnam War is, is, is going on and there's a lot of hippie movements starting to take place and, and, and the youth cinema as well. Like the Hollywood landscape is about to change fundamentally because independent films are about to become this incredible new driving force. So, you know, films like Easy Rider had come out and the studio system was shaken. And so George Lazenby got the thought in his head that James Bond is just this. He, he almost fault. He, in a way he faltered on the vision himself. Like Hmm. he was like, maybe James Bond isn't bigger than one man, nor should he be. Maybe it's just a symbol that will, you know, last this decade and die out. So he grows his hair out and his beard for the premiere. You look at photos of him at the premiere and he's almost looks like a different person entirely. And he declines the offer to come back for future films. Cause he's Was like, there an offer? There were offers. They, they, th- this is the thing about, this is the public perception of George Lazenby, Mr. One and done. They all said, you know, like, Oh, he was nowhere near as successful. So, Let's, let's let's bring back Connery, which is only partially true. Like uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, um, does not perform as well as I think the previous two or three Bond films, but not by a lot. Not like a, oh, this is a colossal failure. It's like on her um, You Only Live Twice makes 160 million back. Uh, this movie makes 150 million. It's like. Not not a big deal in the scheme of things, but it's something that a press can spin to go, see, Connery. But, yeah, George Lazenby is like, this isn't going to last. I'll, I'll be, I'll get new gigs off that and I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just do whatever I want. And so he declines to return for, they were going to let him do Diamonds Are Forever. And he declined. Mm. Mm. And so there's an, um, there's an alternate universe out there. I uh, just, where he gets his second picture, maybe he gets a third picture. There's a, there's a theory that I'll introduce now, even though we won't get to talk about it for a while yet, but there's a theory that it takes three films to cement your James Bond run. Sean Connery, Goldfinger, you know, it's the one. It's the one that changes everything. Roger, the spy who loved me, it's all out of the park from there. Tim doesn't get that shot. George doesn't get that shot. 
like you said, you you think that the you think that the Brosnan era peaks at the world is not enough. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly cements your point. Daniel Craig, Skyfall is just the 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 peak yet to be topped by the James Bond franchise. So there's an alternate universe where 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 George Lazenby kept the run going, and I think it would have been wild. But we don't know. All we know is that this point in the film, that look from this point in history, this film is a, is like a shining jewel in a crown full of Connery shit, and I love it. So the third film never really came for no. Well, it never really came. It never came for Lazenby, but you know. But I tell you what, we have this. We have, we have this all the time in the world, if you will. Yeah. What a banger! What a what a what an incredible song! I didn't, I didn't like it. That oh much. my fucking bro! <laughs> nah, that's the first time. That's the first time we've ever disagreed about something on disagreed. the pod where I'm just like, that's a wrong opinion. Like, what this? How do you not love? It's so sweet. It's so beautiful, man. I cry every time, bro. Oh, I'm gonna cry just thinking about it. Hang on, is it? Does it not play until the end? We have all. It plays during the um the first montage of um of of Tracy and Bond falling in love, right after Drake. Oh yeah, no shit. No, fuck. Sorry, sorry. No, it's fucking. Sorry, it's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were fucking, for some reason I thought you were talking about that opening thing with the suit no, and all that shit. And no, like no, I'm talking about Louis Armstrong, the goat. Rest in peace. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. What a massive uh, legend. Uh, quick, more quick fire notes on this that are not about. Yeah, get your notes uh, off. Prob- that the no- here's some more quick fire non problematic notes. Yeah. Um, I love that in you know before before we have the title sequence that he's not identified. As nope. the new Bond, it's a good like, reveal. No face, you don't. It's a great reveal. Um, so many judo flips in this. Yep. Uh, you know the rogues gallery of openings. Like, look at all yeah. the villains and people that have played. Like, I can't, didn't get that. Um, it's canon. It's an effort it's to canonize. 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 <laughs> yeah. See, the Bond is bigger than one man. In fact, Bond is very, bigger than several. Yeah. Men. Very selective moments in this um in this franchise where we go hard. This is hard canon, but we'll get there. Mm. Um, hat on the hook again. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, baby. Oh, I said this to my friends last night. I I hate to be that guy who's like, this stupid little thing should come back to this big franchise. It's such an important reference. I hate being that guy, but if I see Daniel Craig get a hat toss. Oh boy. Am I going to be, am I going to make a weird noise in that cinema? Mm. I'm going to make a mm. weird involuntary. You might get one as the last film. As you know, this is going to be his last film. Um, I love the construction worker gag. Like that was fantastic. What a great late 1960s cinema. Yeah. Like, great high. How section. great is that? Yeah. Like that's a good 10 minutes of film, like fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was great. It was great, great. filmmaking. Like it's great. You, you pull that off today. If you do a dodgy, if you do a dodgy university campus film, you know thing that like references that. Like you do that in you do, you do that in a student film. Yeah. You do that in like an, a small budget film these days. Like you do something like that. I'm like I'm on board. Like that's that's fantastic. Like nobody fantastic. wants to go. Nobody wants to go deep with the references. That's. <laughs> no, no, but it, just in terms of exactly, just in general, general procedural film, like that yeah. was like, shot for shot. Like I, I was on board for that whole heist mm. using the construction worker, because um, they set it up. Yeah, uh, it's, it's Draco's great villain. Think, yeah, great villain. Like you know, look what are we going to do? World domination yep. with some like drug. Yeah, cool, awesome. Telly Savalas um, is a great Blofeld in terms of all the Blofeld actors we have. Totally inspiring. And, he, you know, there's another thing. It's like, you know, everyone talks about Bond being all this. Uh, Blofeld is greater than one man. Blofeld mm. is, you know, an hour and a half, though, to get to the first major action sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The, it, yeah. As you said before, like, this is a romance film. Yeah. With a lot of... Cool. Yeah. It's a very long movie, too, in, the very, in a very, like, paced, romantic way. And then also... 
you know. Um, yeah, just great. I'm keen on this film. I, I, I didn't hate watching this film. As, as fans will know, my metric of this is, you know, did I regret watching this? No, fuck no. It was mm. fine. It was, it was good. I enjoyed large parts of this film. I, yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's crucial watching. I think it's proto perfect bond. Cause everything I think this movie does really well. I think another film we won't be talking about for a while. Does it much, much better. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to Dan Dan critics are down. You can find us on anywhere you get your podcasts. The internet. The internet. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow Dom and I on Twitter and Instagram. We'll put the links in the show notes. Um, Look, and you know what? This is one of the first times in a while that I've said this, but, you know, if you listen to this on iTunes, like, fucking come on. Rate and review. share, subscribe. I mean, sorry, 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 sorry. Like, share, subscribe. Smash that motherfucking like button. Kill myself. Kill myself. (laughs) I don't want to say that phrase ever again. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Five-star review. Yep. Five-star baby. Because we're a five-star pod. We're five-star boys. Are you going to schedule what uh, our next bargain bin pick is if you've selected? I have I selected it? I don't think I've selected no, it. No, you haven't. I was going to put you on the spot. Uh, I I don't want to be you and select can we, it on the pod. Can we sizzle our, our future guest spot on? The, we'll talk about it next step, but we will be uh, – We'll be guesting okay. next week on a okay. fantastic podcast that I'm a fan of and Dom will probably be a fan of out of this. Uh, we'll tell you about that next time. Until then, my name, as always, is until next time, my name is Roberts, Morgan Roberts. My name is Fitzgerald, Dominic Fitzgerald. <laughs>
to know how long he was pissing for. Here he comes. Hope you made your edit notes so you hope you made your edit notes so you know how long you were pissing for. Fifty-seven minutes. Hey, look at him, he's good, he's producing, bro. Edit point. 